1: Or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com
0: What's happening everybody? It's me, Tom from Cannabis. We're here for another big episode of Cannabis Legalization News. What is that? It's where we explain the marijuana laws so that you can change them and also get a license. Today, we're going to talk about 2023, which I guess is the year that we're in now. What states are going to be legalizing? That's our lead story. Let's get to our lead story. Make sure that you tune in all the way to the end because we're going to have some really cool things. And now, the lead story. What's up, Miggy? How have you been? Where are you at,
2: man? I am in uh, Barcala, Mexico. It's like uh, four hours south of Cancun. Four hours yeah, south, south of beautiful Cancun. Here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: the internet doesn't look all that great, but. Hey, I'm glad that you're on vacation and you still came in to the podcast. You shared some really big memes this week. Our Facebook page, (laughs) that's.com backslash free THC. We're almost to 400,000 followers on it. We're at 397k, by the way. The big one from this week was not the new office, by the way. This is, I have an after (laughs) picture now. I have some after pictures. The new office is coming and I won't be in my basement forever. Take that mom, but this one blew the heck up. That was like 62,000 times last week. I'm going to give yeah. it some love as well. So don't forget to uh, follow us over at Facebook.com backslash free THC for all the dank memes that me likes to show. But this is the big news. Four states have a good shot of legalizing cannabis in 2023, according to MJBizDaily. Not bad. I think Minnesota is a uh, tender. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Like their bill used to move out of different committees, and so the Minnesota bill has actually moved out of more than one committee. It's very exciting. I have some people that have delved into it, and now we have to make all these websites, and then I have to look at it. But Texas is open. Illinois is opening later. You guys are going to want to stick around. We're going to have a deep dive on how to win a cannabis license from any state because Mickey Texas is a open double you? social equity. Texas is open until April 28th for dispensaries. That's a very difficult one. We'll do a deep dive on the Texas one pretty soon, probably within the next week or so. Monday, we actually have a webinar on how to win a dispensary from any state in the United States. I'm going to leave this in the chat for people that our double social equity. The double social equity is exceedingly important. And maybe what was your address know. again? You I'm know? The border of Seattle. So I thought, yeah. that, that let's not give, my, let's not but... give the humans your address. Yeah. I will give an address that I no longer live at. All right. So like I no longer reside at five, three, two, nine. So don't try to screw with the person who lives there now. Cause it's not me. Glen Elm. <laughs> Glenn <laughs> Elm. Drive. <laughs> You're right. I was social equity because I lived in a food desert, unbeknownst to me. You put your address into this. If you're in it, it could be anywhere, including Seattle, where Miggies came up green as well. Miggy, you've also been arrested,
2: right? Yeah, I've been arrested, but see, that's for your guys' equity, right? So, like, I don't know how they're devising, probably because yeah. for Washington State, it's the medium income, right? Where I have already. No, none that. of
0: that shit. None of that shit. We don't do any of that shit. You are double social equity. I think we're going to call the LLC, Miggy's or Miggy 420 LLC. And then you own 51%, I own 49 And then we talk about statistics of where do we think we should apply.
2: Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Like, here in Washington State, they've announced their social equity plan, right? It's going to be opening up in March. But they still haven't listed the licenses. Like, with all the pandering that they've been doing as far as how they make you train and take all these business classes, how am I supposed to have a business plan if I don't know what license I'm going to be getting? That's failing right now in Washington State. You you
0: didn't have – I know, it sucks. But in Illinois (laughs) – we're playing that lottery and we're going to do like a little video on it. When it comes out after the 30th, you get back to the States and we'll fill it out. It's like 250 bucks, roll the dice anywhere. Sure, sure. And so if we win, I say we sell 80% of the license for $2 million. And then we just keep a little bit of it. And then we have some money and then somebody else runs it. And they're like, yeah, we a lot
2: of, So if we win, if I win a social equity license, though, do I have to own it for a while? Like a minimum requirement, you know? Oh, yeah, but we structure that and all the transactions that we have. And so there's
0: holding periods, there's bring down certificates, the closing will take, it'll be a structured transaction, as I like to call it. And if you guys need some help on those, don't forget to go to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com because com have done these for other clients. There's ways that you do them, they take forever, but you follow the rules,
2: you comply with them, and sometimes the law is involved. You can find well, you need lawyers for especially these upcoming states that might be legalizing, like Oklahoma or Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, I, there's I, the four states Ohio, Oklahoma, yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah. and Minnesota
0: legalizing it in 2023. The main story of the day.
2: Do you know, say, the, the Minnesota one, though, who's funding them? So I think here in Washington, what finally got through was the new approach money and new approach money. Yeah, that's the name of the campaign, New Approach. They did Washington State's. They did autos, I think. Because here in Washington, they've tried several times grassroots-wise. But I hate to say it, but for policy, you really need this out-of-state money to come in sometimes. Yep, you do. And then
0: Washington State has been one of the most restrictive against outsiders. And so, like a lot of Washington State brands only exist in that state. It is pretty fascinating about that. Our lead story of the week for the 2023 year, these are the four states, according to mjbiz.daily.com, with the best likelihood of legalizing it in 2023. That is Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Minnesota. All of them already are medical. All of them. Pennsylvania and Ohio have like the MSO style of medical. Minnesota's medical, pretty weak. Oklahoma's pretty open market.
2: Is do you know if the Pennsylvania law is if it passes is it the same one we talked to with the governor that governor at one time? Oh heck no, that that that's
0: been so gone for now that oh, it's okay. a completely different bill. And so the bill that I'm following in Minnesota is completely different than the bill that we reported on two years ago. So I updated a page that says yo this other bill is gonna pass. And if you guys want to become members, like so that can of them. He's a member, and we'll answer your questions if you guys have any, and you're a member. And then also, we can sometimes give you some stuff. One of the books that I wrote back in the day, or a T-shirt. This one goes all the way back. Miggy wore these. I want to say in 2020 at least. Remember these ones? Something like even our old the binary. Oh yeah, our old logo. Our old logo. Oh yeah. You get if you get the the name that strain. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Like. Two, three years ago now. If you get the name that strand today, we'll you can win this shirt if you get the name that strand. So stick around for that one. That was our lead story. Once again, thanks for joining us. According to MJ Biz Daily. Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Minnesota have good chances of legalizing it this year. Please drop your state in the comments, and we will be doing some reports from that. Tune in for Texas reports. Tune in for Minnesota reports. Illinois reports. But uh, now, our next story of the week. New York, New York. Are we going to New York, New York? Oh, man, I wish we had a New York bumper, but we don't. Or, we do have quite a few of them. And so I would say this is in trending. News. There you go. New York's second legal pot dispensary set to open on Tuesday in Greenwich Village,
2: sometimes pronounced by people that don't know as Greenwich Village. Yeah. I don't. I think it's funny how they still refer to it as a dispensary, right? These are the rec shops opening up. Correct? These are the rec shops. You can't really see this,
0: but this is out of NBCNewYork.com. So you yeah. know that it is a legitimate news outlet, much like cannabis oh, legalization just... news. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are awesome. But you know what they're calling this one? Do you know what they're calling this frickin' this thing? The store? Yeah. No. Smacked LLC. SMACT okay. LLC is scheduled to open next week at 144 Bleecker Street with a nearly month long soft opening for the Greenwich Village location. Doors are expected
2: to open at 10 a.m. So it sounds like a family's owning it. Roland Connor is opening Smack LLC with his wife and son and with the support That's of the awesome. New York. Yeah. Well, I they, guess
0: it was so difficult it was so difficult to get in and so i'm pretty sure that this guy mm-hmm. has like some in in that state hat probably has to it's great to see that now there's another dispensary there's supposed to be 150 and there's already been i believe 37 new yorkers that were completely justice involved and also had some business records they've been processed when will there be 2,000 dispensaries in new york because I've read there was some news stories going around LinkedIn this week that evidently there's thousands of unregistered cannabis bodegas yeah. operating in the state of New York. There's two awful ones. They don't allow the medical ones to in. The medical guys are just gonna be
2: sitting there, not helping at all. And maybe well, that's, that's why
0: it's going so slowly.
2: Well, as I was saying about Washington State, they, we had medical, there was, our numbers haven't even hit the what they used to be, right? There were thousands of, well, dispensaries where I can go to across the state when you had your medical card it was like a magical access pass to like stores in different cities but there's the whole like there's a lot of the bringing up the ladder
0: behind you aspect that happens in legal cannabis and so why don't they want all those shops because you should be going to my shop you should be going to Miggie's come on go go buy your weed
2: the you know how the process Shit, But you know how the process works, though, to get involved, to be like, even though you have a pot shop open already, you can't just be like, I am the culture. I am because you got to go play with the rule people. You got to say, okay, hey, there's here's a reason why there should be X amount of applicants or why the rules should go this way. But no one really does because they do the it's mine. I protect it until what happens is. mine. Nobody else needs one. (laughs) But the laws. Here's what I'd like to say. I'm a a nostra dumbass, right? Because I saw all the shit happening for Washington State, and it's still unfolding, especially after ten years of legalization, where it's not real legalization. There's no home growth still. There's no equity in the testing of the products. There's a lot of issues with it. So, with that, the same thing with even with our next story about the FDA. When you talk about regulation. Let's wrap this one up though like I
0: want to give shouts out to Roland Connor, who is one of the entrepreneurs opening smack LLC with his wife and son with the support of the New York Social Equity Cannabis Investment Fund and Bronx Cannabis Hub you see how I said that he was connected AF he is connected AF because he's got this money coming in from those guys and whatever the frick the Bronx Cannabis Hub is but he has boats. I am so excited to be part of history as the first individual to open a legal cannabis dispensary in New York City. Given my experience with cannabis, I never could have imagined I would be opening a store like this. Now, he said that in a statement, so you know he could have proofread it. But anyway, <laughs> he has some more stuff in his statement. But this is not just about me and my family. This is about everyone who was harmed by the draconian drug laws of the past. New York's commitment to righting those wrongs through the law is inspiring. I am proof of that I am standing here today. Yeah. And I'm assuming nah.
2: when he says here today, he is actually in front of his... or just say, Matt props to be in that position where you own a pot shop. And you're just like... Hell yeah. Just one of the biggest cities. Yeah. I didn't realize New York is not one of the biggest cities. I always thought it was, but it's not. It's like the third, I think. But Because here in Mexico, Mexico City is the second biggest one, and they don't have anything. So. Yeah. That's too bad. They may look down on it a little bit.
0: I'm going to move us around something to see if that helps with your video feed. Now, Miggy is joining uh, us. Uh, We've got the resort Wi-Fi going on. It's okay. Look at him. He's wearing shorts and no sleeves. Enjoying the life. Oh
2: It's fucking eighty degrees. Living my. Life, it's all good. So awesome. yeah, I'm just hey. saying. Like overall, my point is with regulation, it's just rules, right? When what are rules? There's no like exact rule for any of this shit, but there should be, right? Because it's a fucking plant. It's common sense. That's right. There should be, and right. rules are getting more
0: difficult to come by and that brings us to our next story we have something to report from cannabis business times and so this gets back to how it is to go through regulations even though it is federally legal cbd will the fda take steps to regulate cbd this year maybe That is out of Cannabis Business Times. The industry stakeholders have weighed in after FDA officials told reporters last month that the agency plans to review product regulations in the coming months. This, there it is. I love how the article starts. Nearly five years after the 2018 Farm Bill legalized it. And with a 2023 Farm Bill on the horizon to redefine and maybe clean up this THC fiasco we have. Officials with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration have indicated they may take steps to regulate CBD this year. That's how long the rules I mean, take, what? man. We're talking five years later.
2: Yeah, even with rules, of the world, we'll kind right? of level up camp? Camp or testing? I mean, mm-hmm. how more can they do to CBD? And I'm, I'm not the, sure, dude. I'm asking for a friend.
0: Sure. Did
2: I lose you? Asking for a friend, you. but
0: your feed isn't as good. It almost was better outside. And then we could hear birds ah. every now and then. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those deals was... where one of the first things that I do whenever I get into any building is I Google internet speed test because I'm a freaking <laughs> nerd. I'm so much of a nerd. You know what I did last night? Oh. I watched a documentary on Marvin uh. Minsky. Great guy. But still, I mean, that? thumbs up for Martin Minsky. Smash that like line. And <laughs> but he was, Who was the father of AI. Uh, So like the artificial intelligence algorithms go back like 70 years. And so he kind of came up with them over at MIT in the 50s. Right on, dude. But that's something that you guys all can appreciate, that even when it becomes legal at the federal level, the regulations will take effing five years before they're even cognizant. So that's one of the reasons why I think legalization is probably within the next five years. But it really is within the well, next but, 10 because after it's been legalized then it has to go to this rulemaking stuff and then they've just yeah, yeah. it's been i think it could in theory go faster if the whole plant was legalized as opposed to 99 percent of it just the stuff that doesn't have delta 9thc <laughs> 9thc oh, yeah. maybe with a cough
2: yeah. i'm just thinking that's the problem with this regulation of this plant is they break it up to by cannabinoid i mean it's yeah. dumb it's kind of like Breaking up regulation of tomatoes to citrus flavor, acidity. It's the weirdest way we're analyzing cannabis and marijuana. It's not, even though it's the same hemp, marijuana, they're putting this arbitrary number that makes it magically that or is really just the wrong way of doing things. But it is. Some people are joining us from
0: Missouri. Shout out to Missouri. Hey, if you're in Missouri, go check out Amaze Cannabis. My buddy Roger has helped them really take off great products, check them out. But Missouri's done a better job regulating. Missouri's done a better job legalizing than a lot of states. Missouri's done a better job than New York, I'd say. It's one of those things where every state is taking its own little crack at it, and more and more people are coming into a legal state. And so it's just the straw that's breaking the camel's back one day at a time. Texas has got a round going on right now. Illinois is going to have a round that starts in a week. Florida is going to have a round this year. Last year Ohio had a round, Alabama had a round. They're, the
2: rounds are everywhere and so well, not in Tennessee, but that's On another there. thing, right? Yeah. How many other industries are there limited rounds? Because right now you have to get in when you can. It's and one of those I mean, deals man. It's one of those. I could I could do anything I want in, at least the United States tomorrow in any state I think I could be a gun manufacturer, I could be a hey just state. Yeah, any state you can live in any state. And
0: win a dispensary in the state of Illinois. And yeah, you gonna, want help? Oh, with yeah. That? Our 420 sponsor, I guess it's 20 past the hour. It's literally 420 where Miggy's at right now. It literally yes, is. It is. And we're going to be back right after a commercial break from collateral. I don't have it up. So I'm not going to play it. But if you head over to cannabisindustrylawyer.com, you can <laughs> sign up for our how to win a cannabis license course tomorrow's webinar. If you haven't already gotten in, whatever. Tomorrow's webinar on how to win a cannabis license from anywhere in the United States will become a part of that lesson. It's the last time it'll be free. Members also get to see the webinar, not in its entirety, because this is live. And so I'm saying things incorrectly. And however, we have this wonderful piece of software called Descript that will fix all of the webinars' slubs and make it nice and polished, and so it sounds even better on your commute if you're listening in in anywhere. Now, all the podcasts have us, but uh, how to win an Illinois dispensary license from any state in the United States. That is tomorrow. So I'm going to put this out into the comments. If you guys want to go, sign up for it. Really, that's for people to pay lottery tickets. This is your chance, to actually. Think about the stats on the lottery. What was your odds of winning that billion-dollar Powerball? One in 300 million. (laughs) Your odds, like of taking a $250 investment and pulling in an asset that's worth 2 to $3 million, maybe $4 million on the top end, if you can put a lot of sizzle on that steak, yeah. that might be like, and then we'll do some odds. I'll do some odds when Miggy and I do a deep dive on how to win this, because there's 36 licenses coming to Chicago. Let's say a thousand people apply and they do a lottery. And so it's 36 over a thousand times 35 over 999 times 34 over 998. And then we get all of that and you see what one in, because that's all you're allowed to do. But then down where I'm at, you're going to only draw two balls, not 36. It's not Chicago. And so how so, many are you going to apply? If it's four, two out of four, not bad. Are they doing it though? Are they limiting the amount of entry? Mm-hmm. In the one shot. And so I can only be on one application and I'd, Prefer if it's what should we call like, the LLC, dude? I still
2: say we call it Miggy's. Like Miggy's, be great. I think I it's a think good it's name for it. I the if I can make money off with shit. Or- uh, I would love to be able to cut you a check for a million bucks
0: because you're social equity. <laughs> I'd love for that. Now. I just don't know. If just I, can like- I can get you in the lottery. I can't make you win. It's one of those. Right. It's a lottery. Yeah.
2: What are the, and that's the thing though. So it's it's at all again. They don't even KPI. There's no transparency in how they do your grading. There's no bingo ball system like in Connecticut. Hey, don't you think it's a little ironic that both of where we used to live was in the thing? Oh, uh, it's been a
0: little strange. But whatever. What I didn't get arrested. You got arrested, and and I don't live there no more. Nor do I practice law there no more. Tune in for the office, which also is in one of those areas. But it's going to take. Another month. Hey, let's get back to the news, dude. In other news, veterans. GOP congressman files a bill to protect veterans who use medical marijuana from losing benefits. I like this. I also would be a nice protection for law-abiding handgun or like weapons owners, yeah. firearm owners, to also not lose their benefits because they have a medical marijuana card. But this is interesting in the sense that we're talking about veterans getting a pass. From yes. Flouting federal law.
2: Why can't Congress freaking regulate cannabis? A lot of this has to do with the VA because it's a legit yep. concern for guys. That like when I had my my issue my health scare a couple weeks ago, I told them all. They're like, what do "You, what do you do the weekend?" I'm like, "I drink beer and smoke a lot of weed." And I just I was like, "I smoke weed," and nobody flinched. That was nice, I guess, because my VA is in a legal state, and so the. Or, okay, what else do you do? Do you do anything else? Is there something worse that you do? I you like steak. You, and... had, uh, you like steak. Again. Yeah. When was the last time you did pull ups? Yeah. Oh, God, dude. It's been over 20 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the first yeah. things that I do when I wake up in the morning is I have the fart that sounds like a trumpet in my butt. And I don't understand why. But then we drink a lot of coffee, me, and then we go to the gym. Because that's just, how, yeah, you got to live your life. I want to live my life in a way that I avoid health issues. That's the like thing, nice, too. I mean, a healthy
2: life. Yeah, yeah. And also, I'm doing, that. I'm doing that change now. But the fact is, the Seattle VA, they, they, even like talking about surgery, a lot of times you would have that yeah. be an issue. No one right made any, any concern. Because the, so, yeah, the anesthesiologist thinks they're going to have to titrate your,
0: whatever the stuff the anesthesiologist gives you. Your tolerance type shit. I didn't have an issue with yep. that. So we got some more news, though. We got going. We do. Let's cover the veteran thing a little bit more simply because yeah. Scott it's got cannabis right? use for safe healing act. Yes, it is. It's a bill. But then if this is a Republican bill, I bet it can get bipartisan support. Now, look, this is a piece of litigation from Florida Republican Jeff Stubbe. Now, that might not be how he pronounces his name, by the way. However, it's going to codify the United States Department of Veterans Affairs doctors to be allowed to discuss the potential risks and benefits of cannabis with their patients. Of course, the fact that there are benefits at all completely contradicts the current scheduling of marijuana as a legal term of art under federal law. But he then has this. The name of this bill is called the Veterans Cannabis Use for Safe Healing Act. True. So that'd be amazing. Let's hope so, man. But then he is also a veteran and he's committed to ensuring that veterans receive the, med- the medical care they deserve. I really hope that it's just, it's from every angle that it's the right choice. And then it still doesn't have any traction. I think it's just because
2: you know, 75, 80% of the country doesn't give a crap about we everybody thinks again it's a benign subject for most people right it's a childhood thing but real people are mm-hmm. locked up and real families are ruined over it and that's just the law Heck yeah not to, you know, ahead ahead. the yeah it is it's just a
0: fucking law i tell you what so we got go some more stories change in america See recreational cannabis linked with reduced demand for prescription coding. This is out of the hill.com from January 20th. This is the research that they would not allow you to do. They would not allow this research to be done 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 10 years ago, they just changed. And so like now they're starting to do research
2: to show possible benefits. But this is like the third one. About the yeah. opioid epidemic or kids, how many more good stories can we show people that? Like, maybe then we should change the law. Maybe the law is yeah. just completely wrong. Can we change it? the scheduling? I think if you don't relate the scheduling, is the biggest issue, right? The scheduling I mean, is, what's...
0: but then you see if you keep it in the schedules, then you have to have the FDA regulation. The problem with the FDA right. regulation is the five years, and so if you deschedule it or Create Schedule 6. Why don't we create Schedule 6 only for weed? And then it can bypass the FDA.
2: Just schedule it like broccoli. (laughs) Okay, broccoli is not in the schedules. (laughs) Exactly, though. It really doesn't need to be, but... I guess there's always got to be a boogeyman, right? This is the issue with uh, prohibition of people. I don't know. Or ignorance. Ignorance.
0: Some people say it's bliss. (laughs) Some people say it. It Let's look at the story. uh, The study at a glance. Through 2019, nearly a dozen states legalized recreational cannabis use. And so we have three years. One of the nice things about legalizing it is the data continues to accumulate in real time into the future. New research indicates that these laws were associated with decreased demand for prescription codeine, always a nice thing. Codeine is one of the most distributed prescription opioids in the country and has a high potential for abuse. This might be your little step that you take toward the completely illegal, always completely illegal, but highly dangerous fentanyl or other synthetic opioids.
2: Again, with uh, the crisis, it's hard. This cannabis. He, it's next like story pretty next. The next, is- cool. the next it story. Next, Let me get uh, to this uh, next. Hysterical.
0: Hang on, though. No. Oh, it, are we talking about the one with the chainsaw master?
2: Yeah, I didn't even know
0: that was a fact. We need
2: Yeah,
0: that's right. We need to throw. This is just ridiculous, and but it is also weed history. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw to some weed history on this one right here. real I'm not sure if you've seen Night Court. It's been rebooted. John Larroquette is in it. And yeah. so that may explain why he has made the news again. This one comes out of, when was this? It was released on Wednesday. So that would have been a 20th or so. MSN, NBC. Just in case you're still watching MSN, which is where NBC's Night Court is. John Larroquette <laughs> confirms he was paid in marijuana to narrate The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, a low-budget movie That's that amazing. called for some creativity. MSN is reporting. Narrate the prologue of the 1974 horror movie The Texas Chainsaw Massacre without traditional pay. I didn't even know that was him that did that neither did i john larroquette is 75 and he is working on the new night court i watched one of them last evening it is a formulaic comedy with a laugh track but that doesn't make it bad like the other thing is that that 90s show is also a, a formulaic comedy with a oh, laugh yeah, track man. on netflix that just came out and i was watching that and i'm like
2: yeah it's not bad it's a formulaic comedy the laugh track though yeah but it was okay though was it reminiscent probably of the 70s show Yeah, of course. It just makes me wish that I had like buttons that
0: I could hit, like the laugh track. I wish I had the five laugh track Uh buttons from either Night Court or from that '90s show. This podcast would be way more enjoyable with that.
2: You know the creepy truth about those, right? Uh uh Those are all the sounds of dead people. Like all the laugh tracks. Was in it. Yeah,
0: that's true. Left, but Tommy Chong was in it. He's in episode two. You got to check out. Yeah, yeah. you got to check that one out. It is pretty. It's pretty cool. But good news, John Larroquette's still getting work. Yeah,
2: I'm watching it quick. It was Tommy Chong. It was a trip to
0: see Tommy Chong. He's clearly wearing a wig, but uh, he was back as whatever Leo. I think Leo was the guy's name in that Uh, uh, show. Yeah, so he's back as Leo. So uh, so we got uh, hot stocks. Pot stocks. Let's see here. I want to make sure I get the thing loaded before we hit it. You see that? And then sometimes before we throw it to the screen, we have to screen the screen because, like, when you pull up something from the internet, I have pop-ups, and I hope you click on them. Because if you want to see some pop-ups that are going to make you some offers about getting into the cannabis industry, you can head on over to cannabisindustrylaw.com. But yeah, and so MJBiz Daily, another article from them. I guess it's a pot stock, but not really anymore. Mostly because Columbia Care was sold to Cresco, and that means that this is no longer really a pot stock. It's marijuana MSO. Columbia Care shutter stores reduces headcount, mostly because they have been absorbed by Cresco. I would imagine. And then they are they are laying off 25 percent of their corporate headcount as a part of a larger effort to slash costs, reduce cash burn, and improve performance. This came out of a, a news release that the company's consolidated cultivation operations in California, Colorado, and Pennsylvania. Great. And here's the acquisition. Yep. Chief executive officer Nicholas Vita said the plans intends to bring all profitability to Cresco Labs, which. <coughs> Last March, it announced its plans to acquire Columbia Care in an all-stock deal valued at two billion dollars. And do you know what that means, Miggy? That, that all-stock deal valued at two billion. I'm sorry. Yes, two billion dollars. It's all pretend money, right? No, it was a C corporation transaction, and they had been holding it for more than five years. That is capital gains tax-free. You need. Go over oh. and check out cannabis in because that's where we're going to do some stuff about how you can set that up. It's really interesting. There's some aspects of well, the tax code with- that allow you to create your entrepreneurial weed business as a C corp so that right, you right. can capital gains tax free for stock deals like that. It's pretty neat. Or it's all cash. the paperwork, right? Like you, that's why those banking rules. It's paperwork. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's why. Yeah, I had to get a job. That's why, why I know I- all these banking <laughs> rules. <laughs> Yeah. But see, that's the thing, right? Like the canvas industry, everything's going to be applied no matter what, right? It's the same. Right. It's all lateral marketing, I guess. Yeah. Growing and farming. compliance, yeah. Compliance is an
0: aspect of it. Farming, there's practice. I bet you can't grow strawberries without SOPs commercially. I bet
2: 100. Yeah. percent Everything's got a structure to it. If you're gonna, that's why I like being here. I, I, work, I like being a technician because I fix things. But it's just weird being on a holiday when I don't really do much. But uh, we're taking advantage of it because this area where I'm at, we can see it being, like, overrun by more tourists. We're here at a good time, man. It's been beach, yeah. new water still, been too polluted. My wife knew that this one. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> rambling. Yeah, so. if, we weren't, if we didn't
0: ride the Earth so hard, I think the Earth would come right back. Here. Maybe we won't yeah. in well. the future, or maybe we'll all be just cinders because Russia sucks. And it's not that Russia right. sucks. It's, it's I don't approve of their management. I think there are people... they
2: right. speak to another
0: Right on. So Sometimes you have to speak, speak diplomatically. So that's what happened yeah. in Columbia care for that week. What else yeah. is going on? Oh, this one's more fun. This one's more fun. Is Artisan this, uh, Hotel? Yeah, but I'm trying to see where it's at. Oh, I see. This one's out of Vegas. And so we have some Nevada news over here at 3750. All right, let's see. I'm going to try to flip to something on that. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Artisan Hotel is becoming cannabis friendly and taking on a new name. This is out of the Las Vegas Review Journal. Vegas is quickly becoming the go-to destination location for consumption of the cannabis product, and that's yeah. what this is all about. We're talking about Elevations Hotels and Resort President and CEO Alex Rizek said Tuesday the property would open as the Lexi. Formal operating date has not been set, but he said hopefully early April. This is going to be a 64-room boutique property rebranded when it opens as a
2: cannabis-friendly resort in just three months. What about and, that? And it's non-gaming. It's a non-gaming resort, so yeah. that sounds splendid. I man. can't wait.
0: The year that I finally, hopefully, get to go to MJ Biz, I am going to that resort. Let me know when it opens.
2: Yeah, you know, we definitely sure. oh,
0: we'll do a, an internet speed test, and then you because like you for you to fly to Chicago, or for me to fly to St. Louis—not St. Louis—you live in St. Louis, right? No, for me to fly <laughs> to Seattle, yeah, much less of a risk than we just uh, go to Vegas because like we got flights that are direct from Vegas in Peoria, Illinois. Where else are you going to go? Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. I have been in Vegas forever, but that'd be nice. MJ Business probably in about, I don't know, nine, ten months. Maybe.
2: We'll see. Yeah, yeah. We got a. Uh, what meetings. do you think
0: about that, though? Who, okay, people watch. Okay. There's only 90 of you. Who would go to a cannabis theme park in
2: Vegas? Oh, come on. It'd be like everybody. Who better what? be all 91 of you?
0: Oh, are you kidding? And that's it. That's the detox of the alcohol. You just fly to the, the weed place and you just live it up on weed. And what are Before you doing, the- I'm detoxing? I'm trying to get a tolerance break for alcohol. I <laughs> wanted to just get really high
2: for the next week. Yeah. The weed tourism is definitely a thing, man, funded. And if they had a wash up, I can imagine. Yeah, I tell the you, waste yeah. Everybody's, everybody would be in on
0: this. It's all the people that would be going. Like and then of yeah. course it's just such a great idea and these Seriously. types of things will be coming this summer. It's going to be so exciting, so exciting. Yeah, Weed Land. Yeah, that would be hilarious. What do you call
2: your oh, Vegas
0: theme park? Like Disneyland. Be, I love the branding and like the self love of Walt Disney World, where it's like, what is it? It's Disney World. <laughs> he named it after himself. Board. <laughs> foundation like he names it after himself
2: what does it make content oh okay. experience yeah. dreams his whole corporation was based on his name Hemp land, that'd be yeah. all right. can of lamb i like it then there's a there's also a hotel in colorado now cool they do canvas yeah but hey right, dude i say uh, we play
0: a little bit of name that strain and then wrap it up do we have any international news for the year, for the day? Oh, we got some Texas stuff. and then we can wrap it up. I may do a deep dive later, but I don't think we have the material. We'll do a deep dive. Like oh. we'll actually do a video where we apply for our cannabis license in Illinois. That's going to be a trip, bro. No. Yeah, for uh, sure, man. Yeah.
2: Of- but I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. get if somebody else
0: like squats on Miggy's LLC,
2: I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Isn't that like, a, like an artistic thing, right? Like uh, that's why I've been using it as my nom de plume, my gamer tag, because of the backlinks. Like you Google. Some- All right.
0: Then. Again, I'm not going to call it Miggy 420 because I want the banking relationship to be as cheap as possible.
2: Oh, but yeah, also
0: right. I like that if we can get the address that's 420. That would be great. But it's uh, Miggies would be the brand aspect of it where it's you and your friendly face. And then this nice uh, experience that people have that, that is what I would try to go with. And then that, and then SEO, because it wouldn't be like I, I could be like a sub, but now trying to make sure that you're ranking for when people are looking for weed on the internet in a particular oh, location. Yeah. yeah. And Google, you know what I'm talking about, but still. Oh Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's all good, bro. Name that strain. Name that strain. Unfortunately, Google started talking to me. I'm like, okay, good. That was nice. Thanks for tuning in to Campus Legalization News. And this is why we're, this is what we're fighting for, everybody. That right there. That is a beautiful strain. Ooh. And not only that, I want you to know that one is, it's got THCV in it. It is one of the few strains known for its THC. What is it? Special. It's a good looking uh, strain. Looks like it was cured, trimmed, and trimmed. Uh, oh, just yeah. The they got the sugar leaves out of it. And the sugar leaves were set yeah, yeah. to extraction. This one is a new one. It's a lower THC, but because it has THCV,
2: it would be an exotic. It would be an exotic strain. There you go. Let's see. THCV. Is it, what is it? Oh, I
0: okay. can't. I am not sure if what? I can pronounce it and I probably cannot pronounce it correctly, but it's like THC of tetrahydro or something like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be the appetite suppression THC. So in the theory, hey. in theory, in five to ten years, what we are looking at is diet weed. You would go to the yeah. cannabis dispensary and request this strain if trying to lose weight. Wouldn't that be a frickin trip? Isn't that how you can make 2028 the year where you finally do it? Like
2: New Year, New You.
0: This would be the plant that
2: would help. Right. We're still genetics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, we're still learning some work. Yeah, I would be interested. This
0: has been bred by Emerald Spirit Botanicals. And I don't know who its parents are mostly because okay. it's an exotic. So like they were searching for an expression of THCV. The dominant terpene is myrcene.
2: No, it's gotta words, go very, the
0: pepper. word pink, the word pink is in this strain's name. I've never heard of it before. It looks amazing though. It's really interesting that these types of things are gonna be coming up. They have CBG, they have CBD, they have THC of course, THCA. Really be that clear, and then they have plants that are going to start expressing THCV, and maybe some other things will be interesting. So, yeah, and if pink you just leave champagne. it out, in the sun.
2: yeah, no, and pink's just a lovely genetic type thing. That's some pink mm-hmm. champagne that was just delicious. Oh, we got it. Oh, pink champagne.
0: Oh, pink boost goddess. That is it. Stan Lee Kubrick, still making movies, I hope, but he has chimed in with Pink Moose Goddess. It is a sativa-dominant hybrid weed strain made from a genetic cross between two
2: unidentified parents. Got that one out of the earth. It's a 15% THC,
0: and it's a great one for beginners, they say, because it's low. It has flavors like flowers, fruit, mint, and pepper, and it has record amounts of the novel cannabinoid THC That'd be a fucked up stream. <laughs> that would be. And then let me just uh, check this out on leave first one. I'm over 21, bro. And second, I am Wait. going to get this thing, this overlay off of that. Okay, the THCV, this was, it's. it goes way back way, And so we're talking about February 3rd of 15. And so they knew about it then. And they've updated it just this past fall. But it's a Tetrahydrocannabivarian. that's how that's pronounced it's thcv unique array of effects and medicinal benefits purportedly so similar to thc and cbd and then let's see it is an appetite suppressant and as a result it may help with diabetes because you would be less likely to eat and then may help reduce panic attacks interesting on that and anxiety and ptsd stimulate bone growth i wonder if this is what Irv Rosenfeld used to suppress his tumors for all of those years. He's still alive, by the way, Irv. Yeah. Have yeah. we ever had Irv uh, on the show?
2: No. No, but we should. It'd be interesting we to could have try. him. We yeah. Medical patients, they he's, live he's, it. He's, he's, they don't even
0: advocate for it. They live it.
2: Yeah. No, but he'd be easier to talk to than Eva. She's blind. Wow. And it's a hard talk. Yeah. You better. You remember.
0: Yeah, uh, I do. Fest. That was yeah. infest. That wasn't twenty twenty one because that was after and so they didn't have it then because of the terribleness. That was twenty nineteen. That was almost four years ago. Time does go by. Yes, sir. Time does go by. And this is something that we hope to see less of. To wrap this one up, we got something that we are reporting out of Texas has said seized seven point five million of cannabis hidden inside of cotton candy at the texas border they were oh and they referred to this so this is from the texas i'm sorry the dallas morning news and you can go to dallasnews.com for more of the dallas morning news officers have seized they call it marijuana and there is an ad for those that are joining us on the viewing the drugs as they said the drugs as opposed to right. the flower material the flowers the flowers were found at the World Trade Bridge in Laredo on Saturday. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol found more than 7.5 million, which was 3,300 pounds of it. And so, if we are going to do the math on that, I will get my calculator. miggy what do you think about this
1: story?
2: I when I used to see uh, these kind of things happen like randomly. Right Whatever or this, always cannabis. They never find a pallet of meth. They never find a pallet of cocaine. It's just always like a low-hanging fruit, which I think is the same. Uh That may or may not be true, because according
0: to my math, if they say, and this is the headline, let's go back to the headline. Officers seize seven point five million. No. Now and then we scroll down, and it goes: following search by drug-sniffing dog and a non-obtrusive inspection system. I guess that's when you don't do the uh, the rubber glove discovery. Officers (laughs) discovered more than 33,300 pounds of flour material tucked inside of the blue-spun sugar. So they were hiding it in cotton candy. Now, if we have 7.5 million as a top line, and then divisor is 3,300, that comes to how much per pound? Maybe shit, man. I don't know. I got it, but it's two, not two thousand two hundred and seventy-two dollars, and I will tell you right now, That's- it is not worth it. It is not worth no. it. that. That is an overstatement. Two thousand. You realize that the wholesale spot price of premium indoor grown flour is approximately thirteen to fourteen hundred dollars, because you just overstated it by a thousand bucks. And this is Mexican crap. What the fuck? Why you get that crap in the headline?
2: Oh yeah, no, it's definitely fake news. Probably mostly seeds and stems. But I used to get a quarter pound for a hundred feet and sell the ounces for fifty and keep one myself. So, I mean, just uh, that was. 15 years ago. So the weeds probably not even better. It's no better now. So It ain't to. no better no more. I tell you, no. what. just tuned in and we are so thankful
0: that you are tuning in. What was yeah, the man. lead story? Let's just recap the lead story. I'll bring it back up and make sure that we zoom in as to the key paragraph from the lead story out of MJ Biz. That is at least four states, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Minnesota have a good chance to legalize adult use cannabis this year, according to
2: MJBiz. I think we I did say, it, man. We did another yeah. week of the cannabis legalization news. Keep an eye on Oklahoma, though, man. I'm telling you, that's going to be the one. If the patients, the people the stores unionize, get their shit together, they can actually, I think, help change the rules. If not, they're going to get squeezed out that's what happened in Washington State. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so stay no, on it. it.
0: Legalize it. And the next video that you need to watch is the one that starts right after that. If you like the cannabis legalization news, you enjoy it, make sure that you're a subscriber. Consider becoming a member because one member is supposed to win this shirt before we check out for the day. Who wants the original yeah. cannabis legalization news shirt? Any members out there? I want
2: it. Take a look.
0: Come claim it. Yeah. Join, become a member. Uh, We'll see you next week. Right on. We should have an ending. Like, how do we, yeah. uh, Like, Lester Holt's like, thank you. And don't anybody do anything that I wouldn't do. I tell you what, you know? Oh, we need a cool, uh, Uh, we'll get there after I'm not broadcasting from my basement and you're not in the beach in Mexico. (laughs) There you go. All right. Till next week, everybody.